0: This is the deep end with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzey on 937 The ticket and the ticketfm.com. All
1: right, welcome to the deep end on 937 the ticket. I'm Reagan Hinsey. Um, If you would like to call or text in, we have the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 and the Starter hammond text line also at 402-464-5685. And if you would like to watch the live stream, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and on Allo Channel 951. I'm surprised I keep remembering that. Yeah, yeah, that's a (laughs) lot to remember. You
0: do a better job than I do half the time (laughs) trying to remember, especially the channel. I'm still getting used to being on aloe but we appreciate that yeah. it's a uh, very cool a lot of different ways uh to get a hold of us are you getting used to the new studio it's a little bit different down here as well
1: yeah i like it i like the window yeah just being able to people watch
0: the sunlight it's going to be interesting when it starts snowing and gets cold it'll be i think it'll be bright in here with all the you know the white oh, of the yeah. snow reflecting in
1: yeah just walk in with shades on yeah <laughs> <have> to wear <laughs>
0: glasses indoors and be pretty cool looking
1: yeah <laughs> what do you think do you like it
0: Oh yeah, absolutely love it. If you haven't visited us, ten forty O Street, uh, we're with the the mill is here along with us. Uh, Beatrice Bakery, you can pick up um, some delicious uh, fruit cake and and some of the other stuff they have here as well. Um, it's uh, we just had Leba business hour there just a second ago. We just had our ribbon cutting on Thursday, uh, and it's just, uh, it's taking a little bit to get used to. I've done some game days now, done some post game shows. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun though. I mean, this is the, the vision that DP uh, and Rebecca had, the Pearsons is, is, is played out perfectly mm-hmm. and, uh, it's just a joy to come to work every day. Um, and it's nothing against the old studio. I liked it too. I worked there for about 10 years. Yeah. So there's a, there's a part of my heart that's back, uh, back there as well. But, you know, it was, it, was, it kind of, you kind of hidden, you kind of, you know, yeah. kind of below, you know hard to find if you haven't been there before um and so very very much in the community and uh, and, and able to see <laughs> almost too much i don't want to say <laughs> i don't wanna say a few things i saw last night in the post game show it was pretty late <laughs> but we had some interesting characters walk by the window i'll say we'll, we'll discourage that but it, it's interesting keeps it interesting
1: do you do both the pregame and postgame show here always
0: uh, yeah, that's the, that's a plan for now. Um, okay. and, uh, yeah, the post game show, certainly the pregame show has been a traveling act in the past, but, uh, now that we're live, uh, you know, downtown, it makes some sense to do it here.
1: How is it seeing all the Husker fans like swarm in and out of Memorial stadium through here? It's
0: pretty cool. I, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it, again, it, it just, you know, and, and then we've done it, you know, the pre, the pregame shows in the Haymarket market before yeah. and, and that's, that's nice too. And, and so, you know, it's, I guess not too much different from that, but it's just nice, especially just relative to where we're at now. It's like if I do a pregame segment that's right before the game, I could still, you know, grab a ticket and just, you know, jump right into Pinnacle Bank Arena or Memorial Stadium. Uh, Whereas it's kind of difficult to do that, to to run all the way back to 48th Street, Um, especially for basketball. I'm looking forward to it for basketball because um, that was, you know, I would always have to leave at halftime and now I'm not going to have to. Nice. Yeah. (laughs)
1: um has the foot traffic started to increase in here a little bit
0: i think a little bit we'd have to ask the mill a little bit more about their how the business is going but i do think especially you know we had the uh uh, shout out to raising canes had a giant inflatable dog out in here uh and it makes a made dp wonder what he's going to do as as far as a mascot here i don't know if you have any ideas for our mascot but i think you know maybe a dog with a ticket sweater or something you gotta get a friendly dog to walk around. That'd be somebody's nice. gonna have to take him out every once in a while. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, well, in the sports realm, Swim and Dive had their first meet of the season. Um, it was their inner squad meet. So their first real meet, I believe, is October thirteenth against Minnesota. Um, but this was just to get the like the atmosphere, um, especially for the freshmen coming in, like they've just been like training, training, training. Um, so to have a little bit of fun with it and see like the competitive sides is Mm. mainly what it's for. Do
0: you think there's a lot of nerves for the freshmen still coming in? If if you recall back to your time or do you think terrified? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a different coach my freshman year. Um, she was so supportive, but like, I was like, I had the mindset of like, I have to do good or I'm going to let her down Mm. type rather than like doing it internally. And I'm usually like an internally motivated person. So it was really weird, like a really weird adjustment coming in. Um, But especially for diving, I don't think the nerves ever really go away.
0: No, no, really? Okay. Uh,
1: Just because you're quite literally throwing yourself off buildings. Right. So like something can always go wrong. Um, But you try to like silence that voice in the back of your head. Like you're not, you're going to be fine. You've done this a million times. It's just muscle memory.
0: I, I, I think I've asked you this before, but I, it, it always kind of amazes me. Like, when do you know when you're just like, as a kid, maybe diving at a, at a, at a, oh, just a, a general pool. When do you know, like, Hey, I've actually got a little talent in this compared to, you know, the others that are going and taking dives.
1: Well, most divers usually start out as gymnasts. Oh, okay. Um, and they get super, super injured, like to where, um, diving a lot of the time you land on your hands and it's on water which if you land wrong, still feels like concrete. Mm. Um, But gymnastics, you land on your feet a lot and it compresses the back. Um, And so gymnasts and divers sometimes have a lot of back injuries. Um, And so usually um, if they're too injured to continue gymnastics, they'll switch to diving because it's, yes, it's like mentally, or not mentally, um, like physically taxing on the body, but gymnastics just compresses those vertebrae Oh. Over and over and over again.
0: So. <laughs> That's not a good sale for the sport of gymnastics.
1: No, but people love it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like,
0: yeah, you it's not like. Well, I mean, most sports you're, there's a physical element to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna beat up, beat you up. Did you start in gymnastics?
1: Um, I did not. I was one of the rare ones. So uh, um, we had just moved, um, to where I'm fr- from, Conroe, and there's like this little rec center, and there's uh, a dive team at that rec center. And we walked in and my dad was like, all right, we, you know, we just moved. We're going to take you to the pool to cheer you up. And so we walked in and there was a free diving clinic and I just watched everybody and I was like, whoa. And so he was like, do you want to try? And I was like, sure. Um, and then this email was obviously sent out to everybody, but I thought it was like specifically to me. And my dad got an email and was like, we really loved having your child come out. Like if they want to keep, like if they would like to continue, they can come back, yada 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 and I was like oh my gosh I feel so special <laughs> and so I continued to do it and I haven't stopped
0: yeah so is it part, part of partially maybe a new community thing just finding something to, to do there
1: yeah and diving is such like a small community compared to like let's say um let's say even swimming mm-hmm. like um there was one time where my club coach in high school had like a pep talk with us because we were all like getting back into the swing of things. Like we had just had our like two weeks off and we were starting basics again. And he was like, everybody, almost everybody can swim. Do you see how many people are over there uh, on the other side of the pool? And there were like 300 people. And then he points to us and he was like, there are about 20 of you here. Hmm. <laughs> like you kind of have to be a little crazy to dive. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, okay. But like, it's just that sense of like community and you're just like so tight, tightly knit. Yeah. I think that I phrased that right yeah yeah that sounds, okay. that sounds good to me okay
0: <laughs> uh so do, do you has that like continued with a lot of the people that you've dived with over the years remain friendships is, I mean does it kind of it is it easy with to stay you. with your friends yeah
1: yeah um especially in a club there's a big age gap so I was like a senior in high school and there was an eight-year-old
0: mm.
1: um but it's still like they're about like I'd say a mm, probably like 3,000 divers total in the country. Oh, wow.
0: That's not a whole lot. Mm-mm.
1: Um, And so like you get to nationals and it's the top, what, 500 uh, from the ages of six to 18. Mm. And you just see them and you see them everywhere. And so it's just like, you go to a meet and you're so excited to see your friends that live on the other side of the country. And so I think that's really cool. Just like the sense of like family, even though we're thousands and thousands of miles apart.
0: But it's probably pretty cool too, as you, as you age to be able to, you know, like you said, and maybe see some of the younger people and and be able to, you know, pointers and, you know, help them through their journey as well. Is that, you know, you you kind of find yourself somewhat being a a coach as you, as you come aboard? I don't want to say a full, you know, time coach or anything, but maybe a mentor.
1: Yeah, there was, um, there was a little girl when I was at, when I was diving in club and, she oh my gosh she was the cutest thing but everybody would call her like my mini me just Mm. because like she'd come up to me and and it was just like um she'd look up to me in a sense and i didn't see it then um but i was just like all right i have to like um not necessarily like be her best friend like because she has her eight-year-old friends but like (laughs) somebody that she feels comfortable coming to yeah and one of my other Really, really good friends just started his freshman year at Purdue, and so it's like getting, it's like seeing everybody venture out is super, super cool too.
0: Now, how does it work as far as uh, uh, in in Big Ten play? Does everybody have a diving team? I know there's some sports where it's hit and miss.
1: Um, No, every team does not. Michigan State cut theirs my sophomore year. Mm. I think my sophomore year was there last year. Um, Maryland does not have one. Um, I'm trying to think of all the ones that do. We do. Iowa does. Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Rutgers, um, Purdue, Indiana. What am I missing? Minnesota. Minnesota has one. Okay. Um,
0: they say Penn State. I think
1: Penn State has one. I think. I think that's all. I guess Illinois. Oh yes, sorry, Illinois. I'm forgetting so many, but I think there are only <laughs> a lot of like teams in the
0: conferences now. There are
1: only I think there are only three that okay. don't have one, and then the new group of people, Oregon doesn't have one, and I'm fairly positive that Washington doesn't have one either. Mm. So,
0: USC and UCLA are uh, known a lot for kind of the Olympic sports. Do you know if they're particularly good at, in swimming and diving?
1: Um, USC especially is really good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's also going to be a really big change if we have away meets there because, um, not a single pool in California is indoor. Oh, really? Um, so you get there and you have to get used to, I think I've talked about this before, but, um, divers spot like ballerinas do when they're spinning. So they spot the the ballerinas, like pick a point on the wall and they try and keep their eyes on it for as long Mm. as they can as they're spinning and divers spot the water. Um, So as you're spinning, you see the water and you're like, okay, this is my first flip. This is my second flip. This is when I'm supposed to kick, all that jazz. Ah. But when you're outside, it's blue on blue. So like you have to like Uh really pay attention to like (laughs) my, one of my coaches at one point was like, you have to make the split second uh, decision on which one's shiny and which one's not. And I'm like, I don't know how to see that in a split second. (laughs) So it just takes some getting used to. Did you do it? Oh yeah. I've done it. I've, I've. We, whoa i'm gonna start that over um we here train at woods park okay, or woods yeah. pool over the summer hmm. so it takes it takes like a good like two weeks to get used to it so the dual meets there are going to be very interesting
0: do they let you go off the third tower yeah oh yeah yeah i, I would figure they just don't, <laughs> don't let the general public do that, no, anymore, so that, that would hurt yeah <laughs> I tried. I I tried to do a backflip without knowing how to do a backflip when I was younger. On the uh, on the first, just the first tower, but still, that that hurts. That that was enough. Yeah, I laid it on my side. (laughs) Some of my
1: worst smacks have been off that first tower. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, it's not kind, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll never forget that. But I guess that is what it is. Um, And then, as far as just uh, male and female, you mentioned the small community. Is do is there more one or the other, or have you noticed?
1: There are more women's teams. Okay. Um. So us, Illinois, Rutgers, I think are the three in the Big Ten that only have female swim and dive teams. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else has men and women. Um, the men can do more elaborate tricks, obviously. Um, but you'll see like a swarm of people start diving like right after the Olympics, because diving is one of the most watched sports. Mm. And then throughout the four years, they'll kind of scatter back out (laughs) and then they'll come (laughs) together and then they'll scatter back out.
0: That's interesting. People get, you know, watch it and and want to, want to try it, but yeah, but it's hard. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And it takes like a lot of dedication. So
0: when did, so even though you started with diving and didn't do gymnastics, I mean, did you know, like maybe, I don't know, jumping on uh trampoline or something that you kind of had the athletic ability to 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 compete at some time
1: not really um my dad was a track coach at texas a&m and my mom is a high school basketball coach mm. so i always did those two sports as well um and i always thought i'd end up running um but then in high school my coach was like you actually have a shot of like you a real shot of going to college for this and i was like like a big college and he was like yeah like a power 5 mm. and i was like are you are you serious and he was like yeah you just got to buckle down like you have to this has to be your focus and i was like okay i'm ready and i stopped running probably shouldn't have um i stopped running altogether and then oh. <laughs> yeah um and then i stopped playing basketball and from freshman year of high school on i just dove
0: mm. Obviously, you know, it worked out well for you, but did yeah. you miss those? Did you miss those sports at in, in any time in high school? Did you want want to go back to it?
1: Um, I missed basketball a little bit. Um, I did not miss running at all because I'm from Texas. Yeah. And the summers in Texas, while being an 800 runner, are brutal.
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs> they were horrible.
1: And now, especially, like it gets up to like 115 Oof. in the heat of the summer and it's, mm yeah no. <laughs> i rather be diving into the pool yeah yeah <laughs>
0: so. is there what what in growing up in texas is there i don't know it just kind of shocked me it probably depends on what region you are and i know this is a little bit further away but when i went to phoenix mm-hmm. it was like an and you needed to have a pool it wasn't like a luxury like here it's like oh man you got a pool cool we're gonna go have, a, go, have a pool party in phoenix it was like you get off work if you don't have a pool you, you just, <laughs> it's not fun. It's not like fun to go to the pool. You just need to, you need to get in there because it's so much heat. Is there any part of Texas that's kind of like that?
1: Um, not where I'm from. A lot of people have pools because just because it gets so hot, but we're also like an hour away from the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. So it's really humid. Yeah. So like you walk outside and if your hair is wet from a shower, it will stay wet for a long time. Oh. It's just like hot and damp. Like yeah. when the dryer doesn't work and it was, it's just. Mm,
0: gross well do you miss do you miss texas now you've been up in nebraska for
1: quite some time i don't know i don't know my i got here in my first snow i was like oh man this is horrible yeah i hate this but now i'm like i don't know if i want to go back to like heat i like seasons yeah like it's (laughs) nice (laughs) so i don't know i think i would so i can graduate in the winter of 2024 and so i think i want to go to grad school Ideally, I'd want to go somewhere on the East Coast just to see another part of the country.
0: Sure.
1: Um, but I don't know. I, d- I don't think I'll settle down in Texas.
0: Yeah. When do you have to start applying for grad school? Do you know?
1: Um, I should probably start applying um, when the next school year starts. Okay. Because a lot of music schools don't start their programs until the fall semester. And so if I graduate in December, then I'll have that entire first half of the year to like a yes apply but b um january february is usually when auditions are so for the school of music you don't just apply and get in you also have to audition okay yeah um and so i'd take that semester just to go audition at a bunch of different places
0: mm. is that gonna be uh costly yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair enough
1: <laughs> very yeah <laughs> my first semester as a music student my me and my um one of my teachers like sat down and like mapped out everything and she was like start saving money now yeah cuz it's going to be expensive
0: well it's, it sounds like it could be kind of difficult to line up like is the different times like if if you um what did you call it? A tryout? What, audition. What audition, sorry. If you audition, is it, I mean, is that pretty much you can do that on any visit? Or is there like certain days? Because I mean, are just trying to think of like the travel and putting it all together.
1: Yeah, there's certain days that, they're, that they will hold auditions. So ideally, I'd go to like somewhere upper East Coast for a weekend. And I'd be able to audition at three places because they're somewhat close together. Mm-hmm. But let's say I go to Texas for an audition; those are those schools are not close together. Yeah. So it kind of just depends on where you're going. But yes, schools have certain days that you can audition. So I've tried not to think about it a lot because yeah, it, it's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh, East Coast too. Yeah, I know you said you wanted to just kind of see that, but uh, is that also like musically inclined schools more so out there, or not necessarily?
1: I mean um if you look at like fine arts chicago la new york are like the three hubs okay um boston is ideally where i'd want to go um just because my high school teacher like my high school voice teacher went there and she absolutely loved it and so now i have it in my brain like oh my gosh that's the dream oh yeah so that's the like ideal. Like Boston
0: Terriers, the University of Boston?
1: No, the Boston Conservatory.
0: Conservatory. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, and I know that'll be expensive. So I'm trying not to like get my <laughs> hopes up there because if it's too expensive, obviously I can't go there. Yeah.
0: So. Is there a, is scholarships or anything available to people?
1: Um, yes. Um, a lot of times they'll do like GTA positions which are like graduate teaching assistants. Okay. So they'll pay for your school if you teach classes yourself, Mm. which is also very nerve-wracking because like (laughs) you're a full-time student and also kind of a full-time teacher.
0: Yeah. That's kind of a system they got going there because then then you don't actually get paid. You just get paid for
1: Some places like Nebraska give stipends. Oh, okay. So like they'll pay for your school and then give you a stipend to like live. Mm. But some places don't <laughs> so it just be like a, it'll be like we'll pay free school if you're a gta have fun
0: well that's something yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh it, i guess it is schooling you expect to leave with some uh, student debt <laughs> <laughs> usually happens so i think we're up against where you go to break
1: oh all right um i'm reagan henzy on the deep end on 93.7 the ticket and we will be right back